Jim Britt and Jim Lutz had a vision, and the Change Book series was developed. Welcome to the Change Book Radio Show with your host, Work-Life Balance Specialist, Deb Crow. Join Deb weekly where she interviews the top co-authors from all over the globe who share their insights into self-empowerment with life-enhancing realizations that will touch every area of your life. We're live every Wednesday on Blog Talk Radio at 1.30 Eastern Standard Time. Good afternoon, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. It's a beautiful Wednesday here in Canada, and the sun is shining. Before we start our radio show today, I just would like to acknowledge that today is a day to remember our veterans. And I know that it's a day that is celebrated and is in everyone's mind. So I would just like to take a moment and recite a poem that many of us will know, and it's called In Flanders Fields. In Flanders fields, the poppies blow, between the crosses, row on row, that mark our place, and in the sky, the larks still bravely singing, fly, scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead, short days ago. We lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved, and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from failing hands we throw. The torch be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders fields. And that was from Lieutenant Colonel John McRae, May 3rd, 1915. Lest we forget. So welcome everyone to the Change Book Radio Show. I don't think anyone loves Wednesdays more than me, and I'm more than thrilled to have you join us today. We have two amazing, dynamic, powerful women on the show today, and I'd like to start with Amanda Watts. Amanda is known as the startup strategist, and she specializes in working with stressed out and burnout corporate employees who want to make the leap and set up their own business. She's one of our international co-authors from the Change Book series, and her chapter is in book three. And I always tease her and tell her she's from across the pond. So, Amanda, welcome. You're joining us from jolly old England. I am indeed, and it's not sunny here. It's rainy and wet. (laughs) It is. Well, thank you for having me on the show. It's my pleasure, and it'll be sunny and happy speaking to you for the next 30 minutes. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'd like to start off, could you tell us briefly in the short time that we have, what is your area of passion in your business? Oh, my area of passion is very much about helping people actually do what they love as their job, Um, so that they actually never work a day in their life. Um, My passion is teaching them how to have a successful business on their terms around the kind of life that they want to lead. So uh, we often hear the term lifestyle business, but not everyone wants a lifestyle business. Some people want to work extremely hard um, and work all the hours under the sun. So whatever their passion is, my passion is helping them realize that so they feel like they don't work a day in their life. 
Well, and I think as entrepreneurs, we can all resonate with that, can't we? Because we don't work nine to five and, and our passion and our grit comes to bringing our dreams to fruition, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I call it dream living. And it's it's really living on your terms, doing what you love. So I've created a business um, so that I can take my children to school and pick them up from school and spend time with them and have a day off when necessary, but still have a very steady income and actually a bigger un- income than when I was working in the corporate world. Um, but I get to pick and choose when I work and how I work and whether I work downstairs in my front room or in my office or if I go into London, I have a London office. And I help people actually market uh, their business so that they can do that as well. So we we come up with business ideas and we look at how we can market their business. Well, and you're you're getting Mama Deb's stamp of approval for work-life balance. And I know as women, we we can be very hard on ourselves, but I know that you have put your children and your husband first in all that you do. And like you said, it's a really valid point. Whether it's 6 in the morning or 10 at night, our nine to five isn't nine to five because we keep it balanced and, and for what our priorities are in life. So I think that that's wonderful. And I'm sure your kids loving have their mom around. Absolutely. So it's so nice to be able to get them from school. We come home um, and we have dinner together and we do homework together and I put the youngest to bed at seven o'clock and then sometimes I go back to work. Sometimes I wait and go back to work till eight o'clock till the 13 year old has gone to bed, but he's not so interested in me anymore. So he doesn't need me around quite as much. But yeah, it's all about, you know, creating memories and your memories aren't just about going to work and working really hard to earn a living. Your memories are something that you create with your family and your friends, doing what you love, um, and that's what it's all about, and how, having a business that you enjoy so that you can actually say that's part of your memory too. Absolutely, and, and you know, I know you and I have had many, many great conversations, and I, I love when you talk about memories, and I love when you say, you know, we have one chance to make a first impression, and when you were talking about creating memories, that's the first thing that popped in my mind because I know that's something that's really near and dear to your heart. Very much so. And for me, you know, my whole family is created around the um, family that I grew up in. So our traditions are uh, still the same as they were with my parents and my parents' parents. And we've, we've cherry-picked the ones that really uh, we enjoy as a family and we continue them. Like Sunday is definitely a family day um, and we don't work on Sundays. That's the day when we dedicate just to the family. We don't have friends over for the children or anything like that. But that's something that I've... I did as I was growing up and my parents did when they were growing up and it just means that the children know what's happening and you've got routine now my children aren't little they're 10 and they're 13 now so I'm not talking about getting young children into a routine this is something we've done for years but what it means is that Sunday's ear is a day that is just for family and it's wonderful absolutely wonderful well and I I grew up with an Irish and a British descent as well as my husband and we have the same philosophy and core values as you and I think having you know ending your week that way with the family again you're going to you're getting another stamp of approval for work life balance because <laughs> isn't it a fun day it's just you just know consciously and subconsciously it's just going to be a day of fun but Sometimes in our house, we call it bumping along and we have no plans. And those are the funnest days and the fondest memories. 
Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And it's when the whole family gets together too. So my sister and uh, my nephew, my nephews and my mum and my dad, we all get together. We all have Sunday lunch together. Um, and then, you know, we cause havoc down at my mum's or here or at my sister's, and then we all go our separate way again. It's lovely. And that's what the children remember. Um, exactly. They, you know, they, they do see me working like fury, and they do see me working a lot. But I want the memories that they keep are the ones of the lovely Sundays and the, and the nice life that we we provided for them. Well, and, and the bigger picture, Amanda, is that they're going to carry that on someday with their families because you've instilled that as an important core value in your family. Yes, absolutely. And if we don't have a roast dinner, a traditional Sunday roast on a Sunday, my son has got something to say about it. So I think he'll definitely be continuing that as a tradition. <laughs> Oh, that's wonderful. Now, you know that we're a growing, powerful community with Jim Britt and Jim Lutz and the Change Book series, and and we're now past 200 authors and 22 countries. Tell me what excites you about that. Well, it's about having a strong, powerful impact on the world because no matter where you are in your life, at some point you are either going to Google for help or pick up a book for help. Um, You need someone to turn to. And sometimes, or a lot of the time for many of the world, they have no one to turn to. Um, By having this phenomenal um, series of books, we are creating a go-to hub for people who just need advice and help or are even looking for a best friend. These books can actually become their best friend. You know, we, as you said, we're, we're up to the change, th- uh, the change 10 now, which means that, you know, there are 200 inspirational stories of self-development, self-empowerment, self-help, you know, anything through from life coaching through to business coaching through to lifestyle coaching, which is what you do. It's, there is so much help jammed into these books. And the more books we have and the more superb co-authors that we have, difference we can make to the world. And that's why these books are so powerful. Well well said. I don't even think I can <laughs> add to that. Sorry. You're, you're a very powerful speaker, and we know that's one of your many talents. Thank so you. in the work that you're doing now as a startup strategist, share with the listeners what is the one challenge that you're seeing, I'm going to say regularly or repetitively, in your clients that your talents specifically address? Okay, well, what I'm really finding, and I've noticed I've been working for myself now since 2009, and I've worked with many people, but the biggest struggle I see are the people who are stuck in the corporate world, and they are miserable. They are either facing redundancy, or they are working all the hours God sends, or they've hit the glass ceiling and they can't go any further, or they're competing with other people to be noticed, they're invisible and they're not being seen in the workplace, and this is having a knock-on effect to their life. So they might be very successful on the outside, they might look successful on the outside, but on the inside, they're miserable, they're not fulfilled, they're not doing the lovely things that I'm talking about, about spending time with your family and creating the memories, and they are working like fury. And what's happening is, the I think something like 40% of the people in the workforce in the next few years are going to be leaving um, and setting up their own business. And because the 
world is so different now and it's very, very easy to set up a business, even something simply with a laptop and, you know, working from home. It's very simple now that people are having more and more ideas of what they could do and how they could escape the rat race. Um, so I talk very much about the corporate escape plan and how you can actually transition because the other thing that I talk about is transitioning from working as a corporate employee to becoming either self-employed or an entrepreneur. And I'm not saying jack in your job today and we'll set up a business. What we do is we set the business up whilst you're still working so that you can transition smoothly and safely and not worry about finances. So the biggest thing I'm seeing is very miserable employees wanting to do something more, wanting to leave a legacy and bring something more into the world. Um, and they live in fear because, of course, they've got a very good wage coming in because they're corporate employees. So what we do is we work on that fear so that they can transition and we set up the business and we get them clients before they've even left their job. And it makes it a very effective model for being able to go from corporate employee to becoming a thriving entrepreneur. So in saying that, I, I'd like mm -hmm. to turn the question back to you because you've been an entrepreneur for six years now. Yeah. Did you, yeah. Did yeah. you have an Amanda C. Watts in your life to help you take the plunge or share with the listeners why you decided to leave your corporate job and go out on your own? And did you follow the model that you've created? So I didn't have um, me when I, I actually set up my business. I had a break. I would had children. And unfortunately, I found myself in a situation where the children and I uh, were literally homeless. We had no job. Um, we had no job. We had no job. And they were at school. And I had no money. And we, we didn't have a home. So we went on to housing benefit, um, which is what we call it over here in the UK. And I got assistance from the government. And what I had to do was make a decision to go back to corporate and earn, earn an okay wage but what that would have meant is I wouldn't have been there for my children they were young at the time um, or come up with a business idea and set up a business now my problems started occurring once I decided that I was going to set up a business because I found it very difficult to get clients so I learned the hard way um, I spent three years struggling. I spent three years struggling to make money. And then I came across an entrepreneur course that taught me how to actually systemize my business and show me how I needed to do the marketing and the systems I needed in place so that I could leverage what I was doing so that I could earn the money and be known for something to become the go-to person in my niche. So I went on this course. Um, and it gave me a few ideas, and it was a bit of a breakthrough for me because I saw that actually what was missing was the systems in my business. But it also gave me the kick up the bottom to go, actually, that was a great course, but it wasn't perfect for people who are in the startup stage. So what can I create for startups so that they have everything they need and not struggle for these four or five years, which most people, most people do, if they actually even make it past the first year. You know, my persistence enabled me to get to that stage. A lot of people give up after the first year. So I didn't have me, and I look back, and the reason why I now do what I do is because I look back and went, oh, if only I had had me. If I'd had me, then my life would have been a lot easier straight from day dot. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's how this all came about, really, learning the mistakes I, from the mistakes I made and the other courses I've been on that I felt were still not completely complete for a startup. Um, and that's how I created my Thriving Entrepreneur Method. Well, and, and you've just done an incredible job. And 
I really like your website and we do have it on the episode uh, description and it's amandacwatts.com and I, I love all the new photographs and you certainly have an abundance of testimonials and I know that you are working from your home office as well as you've got another office in, in London that you go to on a regular yeah. basis. So yeah. with all the different clients that you've seen, um, are you working on a local, national, and international level now? Um, I was international, actually, up until about a year ago. So I was coaching a lot of people over Skype, um, and I thoroughly enjoyed this. But the problem that happens when you're doing one-to-one coaching throughout the world is you get fully booked up very, very quickly. So although I'm still doing my international coaching, um, I have also uh, recently launched, I've gone back traditionally, I'm not even doing online coaching anymore, I've just recently launched a live six-month program where people spend six months, um, one day a month in a room with me in a small group, intimate group, where I'm helping people live Um, and that's for people in the London area and those that are happy to travel to London once a month. Um, And what I've done is I've created that because everybody is doing this online coaching, but you get a lot more from looking people in the eyeballs and being there to actually look over the work they're doing and to help them and sit with them. Um, And because starting a business is so emotional, they actually need the emotional support too. And when you're in a room and you're holding a room, it's very, very different from actually coaching someone on Skype or coaching a group on Skype. So I have gone from being international to actually setting up a program in London for um, corporate people who want to escape. And I've called it the corporate escape plan. Um, And it's something that is just local to London at the moment, Um, as well as doing my international coaching for those who still want the one-on-one. Well, good for you, and I know, you. I know whatever you created is gonna is gonna turn to gold because I, from the first time you and I spoke, I've always felt that your intention has come from your heart, and I know that because you wrote an article or a blog, and we've chatted about this. There's a lot of hype out there with a lot of coaches saying that they've made you know x amount of money in a short period of time. And I really loved when you wrote and put yourself out there to say, you know, I'm very happy that coaches are making that kind of money, but I love that your core value shone through and you you wrote and, and said, don't tell me how much money you made, tell me how you helped the client. And I just yeah. want you to touch on that for a little bit because I really see the integrity come through in your writing and I see it in your work and I can certainly see it amongst the testimonials of all of your clients. Thank you. Um, It's really important for me that I do something that I'm proud of every single day and I am proud when I help my clients and I'm proud when I help them have their successes and my success comes from their successes not the my success doesn't come from the fact that I make 10 20 or 30 thousand pounds a month which is you know this is a common theme that is happening in the coaching world is coaches are training coaches to make more money out of coaching people and training coaches and and it's a little bit like multi-level marketing really um, and I just find that if you stop chasing the 
money and actually start coming from your heart and helping people, your business will grow. And the more you share and the more you care, the more you will find will come back to you. Um, and I am a true believer very much so in giving and giving um, because it might not come back from the person you gave to, but the universe will deliver it back to you. Um, and I had a conversation with a lady only about six weeks ago and I, I turned up, I came home the other day from my London office and there was a massive bunch of flowers and no name on it and I could not find out who the bunch of flowers were from because it said thank you for all your support and for spending time talking to me about my problem and it's like actually I do this all day, I have no idea who sent me these flowers and it actually dawned on me at that moment, oh my gosh I am helping people and changing their lives and I don't keep a track on who I'm helping or how I'm helping them or expect anything in return and every now and again something wonderful like that happens and eventually I did find out who it was because she sent me a message on Skype saying did I get the flowers but you know for me it's it's what I do day in and day out and I'm making a difference to the world by helping people not by making a difference to the world by having money put in my bank account well and I, I think there's a lot of merit and a huge underlying message in what you just said and you know, I often talk about my Irish Nana who taught me to lead with my heart and make sure that yeah. my my mind was in sync. And yeah. when you give, you always get back tenfold. And like you said, you may not know who gave it to you or how it came, but somebody's always watching when you don't think that they are. Exactly. And the thing is, is they're always watching whether you do good things or bad things. So just do good things. That's my attitude. Absolutely. And I I wanted to talk about the title of your chapter in the Change Book 3. And it's yep. called Awaken Your Magic. And can you tell yep. the listeners, because I know you've trademarked that, where did that come from? And from what place were you in your life and emotional when you decided, because I know picking a title can be a bit of a, a tumultuous task at any given time. And what, what landed in your mind and in your heart that that was the right title for your chapter? For me, um, my journey that I have been on has been, I suppose, what one would describe as very magical. Um, I've had the worst of times and I've had the best of times. And I talk about awaken your magic because your magic is already inside you. What What is going to make your life amazing isn't the external things. It's not what you wear or how you look or what car you drive or what house you live in. What's going to truly make you happy is what's inside you. And I believe that what is inside you that will make you happy is something you're really passionate about and living your purpose in life. So I talk about the corporate employees going over to um, becoming entrepreneurs. Um, very unlikely that you're living your passion and your purpose by building somebody else's dreams, which is what you're doing when you're working for someone else. So Awaken Your Magic is very much about finding a way to awaken what is inside of you so that you can actually build your dreams and not somebody else's. So Awaken Your Magic is very much about working on what is it that you're passionate about, what is it that your purpose in life is about, what are your values, kind of lifestyle do you want to lead, what's important to you, is it your family, your friends, is it traveling the world, is it the laptop lifestyle, because that's something else that is very, very 
much banded about at the moment of having this laptop lifestyle. For me, I don't want a laptop lifestyle. I want to come home to my children every day. I don't want to be jet-setting off every day. So your magic is what's inside you. And awakening your magic is just aligning everything that is of value to you and what you believe in. Um, And that's where my chapter came from, because if you awaken your magic, then you can have an amazing life. Well, and, you know, as I sit and listen to you, it's so aligned with with my values and, and what I do with my mentoring with work-life balance and everybody has their own equation. Yes, they and, do. They do. And I, you know, it's, and you're, you, like you said, you don't want to be a laptop coach. That's, that, that's no. not what drives you. Exactly. Um, And by being a laptop coach, that means I'm whizzing around everywhere. And, you know, I may get to sit on a gorgeous beach, but I would be leaving my children behind because they have to go to school every day. So that's what what is is my my stage at the moment. It might be in 20 years time. um, But I hope that in 20 years time, you know, I've, I've made the money I need to earn and I'm helping people in different ways, not just sat behind a laptop staring at the sea. Um, exactly. But yeah, it's horses for courses, isn't it? it? It is different. Different things please different people, and that's what I specialize in: is helping people create a business around what their ideas are, what their passion and purpose is, and what their values are. Now, I always read everyone's chapter before I interview them, and there's always a, a paragraph that really jumps out. And for you, I for me, it was page 25 within your chapter. So I'd like to read to the listeners uh, some of your words because I think they're extremely powerful. Okay. So this is, this is from Amanda's chapter, Awaken Your Magic. In basic terms, the law of attraction is what you think about today determines your reality tomorrow. What, when you concentrate your thoughts, on what becomes your reality. Worry attracts more worry. Anxiety attracts more anxiety. Unhappiness attracts more unhappiness. The opposite is also true. Happiness attracts more happiness. Gratitude attracts more gratitude. Kindness attracts more kindness. And love attracts more love. It is imperative that you see inside of you and keep yourself in check at all times. When I was barely scraping a living a few years ago and felt desperate for a lucky break, Stephen told me of the law of attraction, and I learned that to change my world, all I needed to do was to change the way I felt inside. How easy is that? Very powerful. Mm. And it's very true. It is. And And sometimes, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, sometimes um, you have to keep yourself in check. Sometimes you, you know, it's very easy to say um, and talk about the law of attraction as the answer to everything. Um, but it's, you just have to keep yourself in check and you just have to keep in mind, you know, if you feel miserable, you're going to feel even more miserable if you dwell on it. If you are happy and you um, spend more time around happy people and, you, you know, you have happy thoughts, the happier you're going to get. Um, so it is about keeping yourself in check. Um, and it is easy. It becomes a habit after a while. Well, and, you know, if we can just turn our thoughts for a minute, you know, when people say to me, well, I'm having a bad day or this happened or that happened, I think those moments in time have to happen because I always believe there's 
a hidden message or there's a lesson to be learned and it's all in the perception of how we look at it isn't it very much so and the thing is is um we talk about every cloud has a silver lining um but for me even simple things like if you are stuck in a traffic jam you just don't know what that is saving you from the other side of the traffic jam you know when i look and i see it happen very often i live right by the m25 which is the london orbital it goes around the outside of london in the uk um and i see accident after accident on that motorway and i think the reason i got stuck at those lights was so that that wasn't me in the accident you know the reason why i got up later today or the reason why my children were driving me mad this morning and i left the house three minutes late was to make sure that that wasn't me and you don't know, you know, something might bad might happen to you, but it might have saved you from something even worse. So always, even if it's bad things that are happening to you or you feel that they're bad things, just think it could have been so much worse than that. You just don't know what's around the corner. Oh, absolutely. Well, I want to just remind our listeners, uh, the best way to get a hold of you would be through your website at amandacwatts.com. And the program that you spoke of, is that now listed on your website? Yes, it is. Um, It will be listed on the website properly in the next few days. Um, And it's called the Corporate Escape Plan. And it's a very intimate group where I will be working with a small number of people who want to transition. Um, So it's held at weekends and in the evening, so it doesn't interfere into your day job. And it enables you very safely and eliminates the fear of going from a corporate employee to setting up a business and actually having a life on your own terms. Well, it sounds exciting, and I think it's got success written all over it, especially coming from the creation and passion. So I just I want to let everyone know that it's such a privilege to be a co-author with you in this book series, but it's it's more of a privilege that I get to call you my friend, and I look forward to the day when, when you and I get to meet. I know there's going to be a big hug and lots of tears. Absolutely, and absolutely. <laughs> I I wish you nothing but continued success and thank you for spending the last 30 minutes with us and uh, I I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you, darling. I look forward to speaking to you soon and thank you to the listeners too. Thank you for having me on the show. My pleasure. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Just such an enjoyable interview with Amanda C. Watts, one of the international co-authors from the Change Book series in book three. And I'm very excited now that I am ready to uh, introduce to you a dynamic lady who I've also got to know quite well and am happy to not only have her as a colleague, because we are in the same book together in book five, but she's also a friend. So our next guest on the Change Book Radio Show is Kay Sanders. Kay is a certified holistic life and sales coach, and she draws from her own experiences and struggles in life and in sales to inspire others and to make a difference in their life. Kay was born and raised in Germany, and she came to the United States with the desire of achieving big things in life. Her passion and dedication to fulfill her life purpose was helping her to overcome all the roadblocks that kept getting in her way. So, Kay, welcome to the radio show. Thanks, Deb. What What's the weather like in Texas today? 
We lost you there for a minute. What's the weather like in Texas oh. today? Oh, I'm sorry about that. Can you hear me now? I can hear you great now. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, well, the weather is actually still pretty nice. We still have, like, almost 70 degrees outside, and so it's, it's sun is shining, so it's nice. I like it. Wonderful. Well, you, you are one of my book five buddies, and I'm so excited to – have you in book five with me, and we've got to know each other really well. And I would yes, love yes. if you would take a few minutes and let our listeners know what is your area of passion in your business? Well, my passion is about helping people. Um, I mean, I started out as a holistic life coach, but I just recently revamped my coaching to personal development coaching, business startup coaching, and also uh, helping veterans and transitioning trans- transitioning out the military. And the, the passion is all about helping people get to where they want to be. A lot of people, they want to achieve big things in life, but they simply don't know how to get to where they want to be. So I help them, first of all, find find out what are their goals, what is it that they want to achieve, what is it that they're, I want, to, well, I want them to dream big, and I help them get to where they want to be. So that is really what my coaching is all about, really helping them get to, like, close the gap to from where they are, from where they are at right now to where they want to be. Well, and I know that you are passionate, and I know your business is thriving, Kay, and I just, I love I love the integrity and the beliefs that you bring to your clients. And I know that you are excited to be part of our growing, powerful global community with, with Jim Britt and Jim Lutz and the Change Book Series. Tell the listeners, what excites you about that? Well, I got to say, I mean, I got to start from the beginning, actually. Like, when I got the offer to be part of the, the Change Book Series, I was like, why would they pick me? I mean, that was beginning of the year. I was just starting out in my coaching in, the, in my coaching business. And I'm like, why would they pick me? Little me. I had no clients at that point. I mean, I, no one knew who Kay Sanders was. And then when I got the offer, when I found out who Jim Britt and Jim Lutz was, I mean, that really blew my mind. And at first, I got to say, I was going to deny you know, and not be part of it. But then I'm like, this is like the opportunity of a lifetime. So I sat down for a minute. I thought about it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this. And it has been an amazing journey getting to know all these great people. I mean, I met you. I met so many other great co-authors. And now even on my podcast, I've interviewed a few of them already. And it's just been amazing. The support that you get, the the, the knowledge that you got, that we share and just help each other out. I mean, it has been amazing. And I'm like, I'm really blessed and so happy that I decided to become uh, become a co-author in the change. Well, and I I echo everything you've said, Kay, because I I feel exactly the same way. Now, you are an amazing lady who gets things done. Would you mind taking a moment and talking to our listeners about your book called The Coaching Business Blueprint? Yes. My, uh, I wrote this book mainly because when I first started out in the coaching industry, I mean, I had done the, I had done a course in holistic life coaching back in 2012, where I learned about 
holistic life coaching, but not how you actually coach someone. So over all these years, I had struggled. I wanted to help people, but I'm like, I don't know how to coach no one. So when I when I got a cert, I mean, when I was doing my certification program. Uh, towards the end of last year, I realized, I mean, this is all the stuff that I always want to learn about how to coach someone, and that's where my idea came from, writing the coaching business blueprint. So the book is really about, it tells you everything that you need to know to how to coach someone, how to build your coaching business, and also the most important part, how you sell, sell your services. Most coaching books that are out there, they're not as comp- comprehensive. I mean, yes, my book is not 500 pages long or 1,000 pages long, but it has enough information for everyone to get started, and then they can build onto that. I mean, not no book gives you all the information that you need. You always have to learn more, uh, like answer the questions, you know, find find answers to the questions that you have. But really gives you all the details that you need to get started. Because when it comes to coaching. You don't just talk to someone and say, oh, you got to do this and you got to do that. No, there is a certain structure around coaching and how do you go about doing that. You don't give advice and those type of things. And if you don't learn that, you're, you might not become as uh, efficient in coaching as if you would actually learn how to do it the right way. So and this is really why my book, what my book is all about. And I really want to help people that want to start in coaching, want to become a coach, but didn't have thousands of dollars to get a certification. I mean, yes, ICF certification is great, but it courses do cost a lot of money, and I really want to help those people like that started out like me. I mean, I was a single mom. I didn't have thousands of dollars to spend on a course, so that's why I wrote the book, to really share my knowledge that I gained from taking all kind of courses, uh, learning all kind of different things, reading so many different books about the topic and about different topics, and I put all of that in just that one book. Well, like I said, Kay, you are one talented lady, and I just, when I think of you and the work that you do and the commitment that you undertake for the things that you say you're going to do is is second to none, and I want to just shift for a minute and talk about your chapter because it's very powerful, and when I got book five uh, in PDF form before we ordered our books, I read your chapter And there's a few uh, items in your chapter that really resonated with me, which I'll talk about in a minute. But again, I want to know where the title, which is The Power of the Mind, what made you think of that title and settle on that as your final title? And what, what space were you in in your mindset when you wrote this chapter? Well, the reason why I chose this topic is because our subconscious mind and our is very or our mindset is very powerful, and it's our also our mindset and our limiting beliefs that hold us back. It's everything you know that all the things that we think, all the things like the limiting beliefs that we have. I mean, it can help us move forward in life, but it also can help you know keep us from accomplishing the things that we want to accomplish. And when I first uh, learned about that limiting beliefs, the law of belief and the law of attraction, that I realized that I had been holding myself back for many years due to my limiting beliefs. And this is when I found my fascination about the topic. And that's also, like I said, where, my, uh, where the idea came from to write about this in, in a change book. What fascinated me the most about the law of belief is really what the power that 
our our subconscious mind has. It's not only it not only causes us pain and agony and can keep us from doing the things that we really want to do. But we also have the power to talk ourselves into being the best we can ever be and accomplish the things that we really want in life. And the movie The Secret, I don't know if you ever watched it or heard of it, it really was an eye-opener for me because I learned through that through visualization and thinking positive, we can attract the things that we really want in life. And even the limiting beliefs that we have, it can uh, it can be turned into positive and empowering beliefs through uh, auto suggestion or affirmation, positive affirmation, where you simply say something or say positive affirmations over and over and over again until you eventually your subconscious mind believes it. And when Henry Ford, I really when I read that uh, his uh, comment was, I mean it really is on point. Whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, both is right. And he spoke the truth because if we tell ourselves that we can't do a certain task or that we are simply not cut out to accomplish a certain goal, we won't ever accomplish those things because we don't allow ourselves to see the possibilities. But if we, if we have positive thoughts about something that we really want to achieve and we truly believe that eventually we will achieve it in just the way that we want it, we will get what we want. And like I said, our mind is a very powerful tool. So that's why since I kept myself from accomplishing the things that I want to do over all these years, like when I, was in, when I started out in sales, I kept saying to myself, they're not going to buy it from me. They, that product, you know, it's, it's just too expensive. You know, so I went in in the sales presentation already saying that they're not going to do it. So I put that negative energy out. So guess what happened? They didn't buy it. And it's not just with sales, but it's just any area in my life. When I said something negative, oh, I can't do this, I'm never going to do this, and that, you know, all these negative beliefs that I had, until I really realized that I need to embrace certain things, you know, and it's all a learning curve. You just got to keep moving forward. Another thing, for example, like I have – health problems and I always thought of my health problems like I have chronic pain and I always saw it as a something that's ruling that's ruining my life but instead of embracing it because now when I work with certain clients like veterans for example they have chronic pain and I can relate to them at a much deeper level now because I have the same problem I'm going through pain every single day but I keep moving forward because I have a goal so Instead of focusing on, oh, my God, this is ruling my, ruining my life and it is holding me back, no, I shifted my, my mindset around and now I see it from the positive side. I mean, yes, it's not nice having pain every single day, but I can draw from the experience that I get from living in constant pain and relate to my clients at a much, much deeper level. So that's why I'm very fascinated about the limiting beliefs, positive beliefs, positive affirmation and those type of things. So that's what my chapter what my chapter is all about. Well, and I you know my backgrounds in medical case management and I I worked with a lot of people with chronic pain and they used to look at me like I had horns coming out of my head when I said, you know, let's start with your mindset. I know your body's in pain and that's a very powerful statement that you said, Kay, because I have seen people that were told they wouldn't walk again or drive again. And our mind is so powerful. And you really eloquently broke that down in your chapter in the change five. And you talk about 
like you were just mentioning your negative limiting beliefs and you know it's like it's like that cliche we our thoughts do become things and if people say well i'm not going to win the lottery or i'm not this you're right you're not going to you're not going to draw it so it's an affirmation that i think it becomes a well-honed skill don't you think Kay? Yes, most definitely. Uh, when I realized, you know, that shifting my mindset around, I mean, it changed my life. It changed everything. Like, for example, what, uh, i give you one example. I actually talked myself into a really nasty migraine one of these days, uh, one day back. Um, I was just, like, so focused on the pain. I had a little headache, and I focused so much on it that it got so bad that I was, I was down for the rest of the day. And at that point, I didn't know about, you know, I had the power of the mind. That was, like, before I even read all the books and heard about the the secret and stuff. But, yeah, that, that's what I did. I caused myself a really, really nasty migraine. Yeah, and I, I fully believe that because our mind is very powerful and, and it will go in whatever direction we send it. So Exactly. I would like to ask you, Kay, in the coaching wor- work that you are doing right now, would you share one of the challenges that you're seeing in your clients or maybe even a trend or repetitively that your talents are addressing? Well, the biggest thing is actually the mindset. I mean, of course, they don't come to me like, oh, I have this limiting belief. No, I mean, it's like throughout the coaching process, you know, we we come up, certain things come up, and I ask them, hey, is it because, you know, you, you might think that you can't achieve it and those type of things? Because if you say, if you have a wish or you say, yes, I want to become successful, but deep down your mindset is like, no, <laughs> I'm not cut out for that, or they don't allow themselves to think big. I mean, even myself right now, I'm in the process of really widening my horizon, learning more things, how I can, you know, reach more people and do more things. And it's the same with my clients. They they think, you know, they can't achieve certain things or they can't move forward. So the mindset is really, limiting beliefs is really the biggest thing. And also some of the people that I'm, you know, prospecting with, or they, a lot of them, they don't see coaching as a valuable part that is very important to their life, not just, you know, about growing a business, but also their lives. And a lot of people, they don't want to change. So um, that is like the two major, major things that I have come across in my, in in my coaching. Well, and, and mindset is the foundation of everything we do. Now there's one paragraph in your book, Kay, that I'd like to read that I thought was very powerful from book five. And funny enough, it's under positive self-talk affirmation. So I just would like to read the listeners this one paragraph that you wrote. Okay. We have about 50,000 thoughts every day. And 95% of these are repeated daily. One way to reprogram the subconscious mind is through auto-suggestion, which means that you repeat to yourself the same thing over and over and over again. Change begins with language and there is a vocabulary to success. Affirmations are a powerful tool that you can use to reprogram your subconscious mind and influence your life. Affirmations are positive statements that are repeated out loud to change your beliefs, habits, and thought patterns. Through repetition, the subconscious mind accepts the affirmation and the statement becomes part of your way of thinking. The subconscious mind is the root 
of your issues. If you have limiting beliefs, they are embedded deep in your subconscious mind. By using affirmation frames, you can free your subconscious mind and eliminate these beliefs. So, Kay, I remember way back many months ago when I got the PDF, I was reading this long before I got to know Jim Lutz as well as I know him now. And he must just be smiling ear to ear about your chapter because he he trains in NLP and all about the subconscious mind. And that is just so powerful to talk and, and break down the way you did so beautifully about affirmations. So my my question to you is, do you practice your own daily affirmations and how often do they change? Yes, I do. I do. Um, I kind of have like about five, ten of them that I use daily. Uh, it, depending on the situation, I change them up. For for example, like as you know, as I told you before, I had a huge fear of public speaking. And I want to do a podcast. So <laughs> the, the problem was, okay, how can I be on on a, on a radio or like do a podcast if my hands get sweaty just thinking about public speaking. So I did affirmations around public speaking, like I'm a great speaker, I'm influential and and those type of things. So I said that and I also wrote something down like positive, uh, positive affirmations and then I also thought about, you know, what are the limiting beliefs around it? Why do I have this fear? Because I do bring value. So yes, I do do what I teach. I do do use uh, positive affirmations and um, also there's a, like a little statement that I say sometimes, you know, really just everything is about positive affirmations, positive sentences, uh, really just to, and also it's supposed to be in the present that, for example, I'm a successful coach. You know, when I first started out and I wasn't successful yet, I kept saying I'm a successful coach because it has to be in the present time because when it comes to the subconscious mind, like, it's it's like a computer. You have to program. It's like, you know, you know, when you have a computer, you have to load a disk in there and you have to run the program, and it's the same thing. So if you say something to yourself over and over and over again, you know, eventually your subconscious mind will catch up to what you say out loud. So right now it's it's not the, the, the conscious mind and subconscious mind is not on the same level. But with the positive affirmation, if you keep saying them in the, in the present tense, now, if you have already achieved what you want to achieve, eventually your subconscious mind will catch up on on it, and so it will be it will be equal. It will be on the same level. Absolutely, and 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 what a great strategy, and and the way you frame that, Kay. So, thank you. Let me ask you: with the collaboration of all the co-authors going on, and I'd like to talk about what you and I are working on in a moment. How do you see your business? Are you local? Are you national? Are you international? What are your goals from where you're at now to where you want to be? Well, right now, I'm just locally. Um, like I said, I mean, I just kind of revamped my whole coaching business, the the things on my coaching niches. And I'm definitely, now that I'm learning so many great strategies from through my podcast interviews and just talking to the other co-authors, I mean, I've, like, even yesterday, I just had a great conversation where I learned about how to become a public, like a, a professional speaker. That's one of the things I want to do. So my goal is really I want to travel 
well, for right now, the United States. <laughs> I want to travel the United States, and then eventually when my son is older, I would like to really travel the world, you know, take him around, show him, you know, the things that I have never get to got to see either. So, but, yeah, right now it's, it's still locally, but with all the co- collaboration and everything that's going on, I'm pretty sure that in the near future I will be traveling the United States. And and I know you will be, Kay. You're very tenacious and very goal-oriented. Now, I have joined forces with you, and we are working on, we've got a Facebook page and a website, and it was the foundation of your ideas. So I'd like you to tell our listeners about the Leaders of Mastery. Yes. Uh, well, my idea really came from the change book. Um, because Jim Britt and Jim Lutz gave us entrepreneurs this great opportunity to become part of this great uh, community. So I wanted to create something similar to that where I give entrepreneurs the chance to create a product, uh, to um, to get a, um, what do you call it? Um, I can't think of the word right now. Passive income. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so passive income. So basically what we're doing is we all, everyone is part of the leaders of the mas- of Masteries. We'll create a product. It's going to be on the website. And then we all promote each other, And but it's mainly providing value. So who are the, the audience, whoever wants to go on the website, I mean, the website is not up yet. I mean, it's up, but it's under construction because it's not completed yet. But there will be trainings on there about different areas, like uh, something about health and then uh, I think something about NLP. I mean, there are going to be different on there that someone can choose from. It's all going to be done online. It's like online training. Uh, you also get a little certificate after that. And I really want to grow Leaders of Mastery the same way Jim Lutz and Jim Braid grow the change, that is my idea of leaders of mastery, where leaders in the industry get together, they build products, learn, and like where, where we share value and, and help others in certain areas of their life, and we all help each other. So it's going to be value for the customers because they get some valuable products and it's all valuable for as a collaboration for whoever's part of the leaders of mastery group because we work together as a team to help each other grow in our business no i i think it's a powerful platform i you've taken your concept and your vision and your dream it's it's on its way and and we all need to do our homework so i'm giving everybody a nudge for you Kay. I would thank you. Could you tell our listeners um, what is the best way to get in touch with you? And could you just touch upon your podcast and how that all came about? And if anyone wants to be a guest on that, how they can go about and what the web address is for that? Yes. Uh, to get a, get in touch with me, uh, my website is ksanders.com. It's K-A-Y-S-A-N-D-E-R-S.com. Um, I have contact form on there. On there. You can also find me on Facebook um, under Sanders Coaching. I have, a, I have a page on there. I'm also on LinkedIn, but I don't really use LinkedIn as much. But, so, yeah, my, my email is k at ksanders.com. So these are really my website, email, and Facebook is really the, the best way to get in touch with me. As far as my podcast, it's called The Success Blueprint for Entrepreneur Show. I interview successful entrepreneurs about how they manage to make that leap from full-time job to full-time business and most of all successful business. 
a lot of entrepreneurs <clears throat> or people that want to start a business, they don't really know about the little things that you know, need to know about <clears throat> excuse me, in, start, in starting a business. So my interviews are really about giving enough values and, and insights about different topics. I mean, some of them, some of the interviews I've had just now, we talked about how to become a public speaker uh, or like also about network marketing. And um, I mean, I do ask them about how they managed to make that leap. What were some of the challenges that they faced? Because most entrepreneurs, for one, they think when they go into business, they're on their own. But that's not true. I struggled for many years when I started in business. Like I started now with marketing, and I never found me a mentor, coach, or a mastermind, or anyone that can help me get to where I want to be. I thought, oh, I got to figure everything out myself. And well, if you don't know nothing about business, you can't become successful because you just simply don't know. And this is where my whole idea came from when, for my podcast is because I was there once where I had no clue, but I wanted to succeed in business. And I know there are many other people out there that want to succeed in business, but they simply don't know how to go about it. And this is why I started this podcast, really to interview successful entrepreneurs. So if any of the listeners are successful, are entrepreneurs are successful, have managed to make that leap from full-time job to full-time business and would like to be on my show, would like to, excuse me, would like to share their knowledge and wisdom, please reach out to me. I always look for some really great uh, guests that I can interview on my show. Well, and I, I want to thank you because I had the pleasure of being asked and being on your show, and you're doing a fantastic job. It's like you've been a radio you. show. You. It's like you've been a radio <laughs> show forever. But you're just, you know, okay. <laughs> In all joking aside, you're just a very authentic communicator, and I, I think you're one of those dynamic entrepreneurs. You, you know what you want, and you know how to do it, and if you don't know how to do it, you find a way and you get it done. And I know on your website, you had wrote a blog, I think it was the end of September, about overcoming laziness, and I really encourage our listeners to read that, because I know entrepreneurship, especially if you work at home, can be lonely. And I think that blog really helps us overcome when we can have tendencies to be lazy and think, oh, I'll push that till tomorrow, or we just, we get that procrastination disease, as I call it. So that was a really well-written blog, and I wanted to tell you how much I, I liked it, and I've actually sent some people to read it. And oh, I just thank you. Really, I, I just really look forward, much like I said to Amanda in England, I look forward to the day uh, when you and I can meet because we're probably going to have a big hug and I'm probably going to start crying because that's just the way I am and I just feel <laughs> like I've got to know you I've just got to know you so well since book five came out and you've just evolved and done so much so I just I wish you continued success Kay and we have about a minute left what what do you see is going to evolve for Kay Sanders in the next year? Oh boy, it's going to be amazing. I have a lot of visions. I have a lot of things. I'm finally on the right track, and that's thanks to Jim Britt and Jim Lutz. I mean, I would not be where I'm at today if it wouldn't have been for them too and the change. So now I'm finally on the right track. I have some great ideas, some great things I'm doing. I'm really focusing on my podcast and yeah, um, there's a lot to come. So um, if you're interested to find out more, just you know, link up with me because I will. I'm hitting the ground running and I will not stop. 
Well, and I know that about you, Kay. And I wish I wish you nothing but continued success. And I know Rich Perry from Book Five is also moving to Texas, so you two might collaborate on something as well. So, Kay, it's been a pleasure spending the last. 30 minutes with you. And again, I wish you continued success. And I think you're an entrepreneur that is going to be on the radar for huge success in 2016. So thanks a lot for your time. Thank you for having me on the show. It was nice to be on the other side of the microphone for a change. Absolutely. So thanks for calling in and have a great day, everyone. And we'll see you back here next week on Wednesday, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard. Take care. And bye.